What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Booch Please Podcast. I am joined in the house studio today by two very handsome men. Those of you guys listening, you can't see them. You're just going to have to trust me. They're beautiful. They're tan. They're bearded. And they're muscular. And one of them's tatted. So you're welcome. Head over to my YouTube page to watch. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, I'm really excited to have these guys in my house today. Um, I know I took a break in the last couple of weeks from recording. Was just going through some mental health and family stuff. But uh, what better way to bring it all back? Than with these guys. Um, so I'm going to have Pedro and Jay introduce themselves, talk about what you guys separately do, and then we're also going to talk about their collective, which is called the Appreciation Program, in just a little bit. Okay. So, yeah, All right. I'm Pedro uh, Petty Wop on IG. Um, <laughs> we plug you at the end. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't, know. I don't know. That's how people, I guess, know me. Uh, I am a community, uh, community outreach at Meyer Detots a uh, health and wellness clinic in Toronto uh, and a couple other places, but in Toronto specifically, I am in the fitness industry, uh, usually on the back end of things and how I like to, to put it now, but U of T Kingrad, I've been in the industry for eight years now. Have you guys ever read the book Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell? Yeah, mm -hmm. I would say you are like a connector by his definition. Like you're just so well connected across different communities with different demographics and you're so good at bringing them together. So it's like your superpower. Thank you. It's a good superpower. Yeah, totally. Um, what about you, Jay? Tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah, so I run a collective called uh, Wall Street Collective, and it kind of encompasses like fitness, lifestyle, clothing, and uh, financial literacy for the youth and young adults. So I try to put all of that stuff together and make sure that they kind of all like trickle into each other especially like us growing up without any financial guidance or anything like that. So I really wanted to make sure that like as one of my goals in life, like I could give back to the youth in that way. Because if I had all that information back when I was like a kid, I'd have so much more. So yeah. yeah. And you do that through the avenue of fitness. Exactly. Well, you kind of interwove it. As you said, it is like a lifestyle brand Yeah. as well. So did it start with fitness or did it start with financial literacy? Yeah, it started with fitness. And then okay. along the way, you know, you meet so many people in our, in our field. I'm sure you guys know, like you guys have so many clients and it's just like taking all of this information and making sure you can like relate it to the youth and to the people that you've actually grown around. Even, even our, you know, the adults that you're, currently around now like they still don't get it sometimes mm -hmm. and then once we have these conversations like it, it's almost as if we're so much more open now when people don't understand how to manage their finances they're literally ashamed of themselves like they feel like everybody else gets it everybody else is on a good path except for me and that's just not true so many people even our age like late 20s early 30s mid 30s they're still figuring out how to navigate the financial world um, and then for you to tie that into fitness and like lifestyle, that's such a holistic and unique angle. Yeah, I can't even put it at a better way. Like you, you hit it right on the head with that. So the whole thing with fitness now, it's like, you know, we used to just work out to, to get a pump on and look good. But now it's all like, okay, how does my body actually feel? You know, right from when I wake up to when I go to sleep. And can we, can we get in there and change that? Can we make you feel better? Um, as opposed to just, you know, lifting the heaviest shit all the time, you know? 
Yeah, it is about feeling. Yeah. You're right. It's not mm-hmm. about doing and executing and going places. It's about feeling. And that traditionally is like a very feminine uh, word or, or verb to associate with. Why do you think there's such a shift now towards feeling? I think, like we said, like when we when we start talking about things like that, especially within our communities, and then now, you know, social media is such a big thing. The shift, I think, has started through social media. And then, you know, you do the work outside of social media. So the things we're doing right now, like we're having a conversation. Yes, we are taping this. Yes, we are going to put this up. But at the end of the day, this is a conversation. And it's an important conversation that's going to, you know, pass on to the next person who listens to this and then their friends, right? That's why this stuff is so important. Is this is that where you guys kind of uh, first uh, dabbled in the field of feeling or like getting in touch with your feelings is being inspired through social media? Honestly, people like Hetty who make you comfortable enough to talk about that stuff, yourself as well. But like it starts off with like a safe space. And sometimes there are so many people who aren't even on social media um, because it's not a safe place for them. Safe space. Mm-hmm. But well said. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very well said. Thanks. Yeah, that. I got you, bro. Hey. Yeah. What about you? Me? Uh I mean I I actually it's funny you say that that social media isn't necessarily a safe space. I don't like publicly broadcasting a lot of my stuff. So I'm too late now <laughs> yeah. don't worry so it's just me and my mom <laughs> listening to this podcast there's only two people one of them is me <laughs> uh but you know that's that's funny but uh yeah that's something that i like i like to keep my private life very private mm-hmm. um but having those conversations in private is very important like that's something that i feel i'm very fortunate to have is being in rooms with people having these kind of conversations and just allowing someone to feel like they can be who they are is a very important Mm -hmm. place to be because we don't get that everywhere we go. Right. right? So it's important to have that. And when someone feels that way, like they feel that then from there, they want to pass that on to someone else because they know what it feels like to not be yourself. Yeah. Right. I also think like social media is big, not in a sense of like being so public with things, but to be able to reach out to people like us who have like somewhat of a platform, like the DMs that you get, I'm sure you get so many like, oh my God, you changed my life type shit. Shut up, I don't know, I don't know about you two, but <laughs> my DMs ain't popping like these two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, people don't know where to reach you if you're so private sometimes. And you know, you don't have that channel, but once you have a, even just like a tiny platform like that you may think that nobody really sees you or something like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, some people are really affected by your actions and they, they actually reach out and it's, it's life-changing for us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it brings purpose to yeah. the struggles that we are sharing. The reason why we went through those things mm-hmm. is maybe so that we can share them and, and show other people that there's an alternative way or there's another way out. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys for being so vulnerable. I really appreciate it. I know that, yeah, th- these aren't, normal conversations that you usually have in day-to-day life on camera (laughs) unlike me (laughs) apparently broadcast everything no but seriously speaking um that is something that i'm 
hyper aware of as well. I, d- I feel like, I don't know if you can um, relate to this, but I feel like as women in social media, it's very easy to be pigeonholed. If I start talking about my dating life, it's very easy to be pigeoned as the girl that just only talks about that. Or right. she's the girl who's mm-hmm. just thirsty or she's mm-hmm. just on social media for attention. Mm-hmm. And so all of the other things that I care about, all of my other passions and my facets become negated. Um, and it is a double-edged sword. Sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, I am oversharing. I shouldn't talk so much about myself. It might be used against me down the road, but then you get messages in your DMs where you're like, okay, that, that shit was worth it. It helps someone, it helped one person. I always feel like people are watching, but at the same time that day passes and then they forget. You know, you can have all this like criticism on you, but then like, it's almost like the cancel culture. Like people get canceled, but then the next week they're back on. You know, so I always feel like when we put things on that are very vulnerable, we we hold on to that stuff so hard and we're just like, oh my God, I shouldn't have posted that or like, what are people Everyone's going to remember. Like, yeah, right. and they don't. So you guys have put your minds together to create what is called the appreciation program. Um, can you give us an elevator pitch of what that is? <laughs> Before we started filming, they're basically doing rock, paper, scissors. Like, no, you, you're going to give the pitch. No, you're going to give the pitch. <laughs> no, I could do this. So that, this is, you got this, Teddy? Yeah, this is our brainchild. Right. No pressure. So, um, actually, I was actually reading through my notes of when I first came up with this idea. So Jay and I met prior to the creation of it. And one of the things that I was looking for was a sustainable way to source creative energy. It's very, um, yeah, it's very expensive to think creatively. Um, so Jay was someone I just had in mind with, within that because when I first met him, we were, he was one of the few people within fitness that I feel really understood that creative side, at least that I connected with. Um, so we kind of started chatting about it. And then from there, what we essentially did was we looked in our networks and found people that we appreciated or we thought we're doing, we're up to some cool stuff, um, reached out and kind of showed them that when you focus your energy back on yourself, it ends up growing and appreciating, right? And uh, that was kind of what we wanted to do is create a space where people could grow together. We were the first people, we're the first ones to get neglected once we have like our business or like anything going on and we start seeing success, our health and our wellness is usually the first thing that gets put on the back burner, right? So this was our way of showing people like, hey, what you're doing is great. Refocus that energy and then in turn, you'll thank yourself later. That was the longest elevator pitch ever. I'm on the 34th uh, floor, you know, so (laughs) (laughs) I got some time. (laughs) Downtown Toronto, condo during the pandemic. So it's a long elevator ride. (laughs) Gotcha. No, that was great. I love that you kind of touched on the double meaning of appreciation in that, in that description. There's the appreciation that's like giving gratitude or appreciating a person. And then there's also appreciation in the sense of like very much like Wall Street terminology, um, the growth, right? When you see stocks growing or appreciating, that's another thing is I love that. I think that's so clever. And it's also very true to what the program is about. I've had the pleasure of being part of the first iteration of it. And I think it was effortlessly done, the appreciation part. You guys were never like, 
day one, you, we didn't come in and you're like, okay, start appreciating yourselves. Time to appreciate. Like it was never like that. It just happened so organically. I know. That's round two. <laughs> um, feedback for next time. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It was just like, you come in for a workout with these awesome people you've never met, but everyone is so friendly and so talented in their own right. And it emanates that. And when you put these creative energies together, for some reason, they don't clash. They just mesh really well and they appreciate and grow together. And I think that's what we tried to like figure out, like, especially because we handpick these people. It's not like, oh, you find us, then you're in and pay for this, this mm-hmm. program. It's like, we're trying to find you. And a lot of those people who ended up being with us for other people's success stories, like they were the catalyst to that success. Right. They were all they a lot of them have been in the background of the success stories. And I think that's why a lot of that stuff like you guys did not clash at all because you your egos were set aside from the mm-hmm. from the beginning, even before you started the appreciation program. Like we can tell even from like social media and stuff. I think I met you once before that, but like we didn't really have a conversation. But through social media it's like you know, you try to get to know people and you're like maybe she'll maybe she'll fit in fit mm-hmm. in. Speaking on that, do you have a criteria or an approach when you meet someone through social media before meeting them in person? I feel like it's really easy to form opinions that aren't truly well informed when mm. you're judging someone by their highlight reel. Interesting. So you know what? I can I'll speak on that first mm. because I actually don't uh, add a lot of people on social media unless I know them in person. Like you're right. You said it, it's a highlight reel, right? So. Uh, people put whatever they want on there and for me it's like I want to know who you are off camera that's what I find important right but if you were to meet someone on social media are there things that you look for to like validate authenticity I mean it's a tough one because it's a case by case I guess yeah like I mean Depends on what your ratio of selfies is on your IG. <laughs> How many filters? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do you guys do you guys pass? Like personal attack much? <laughs> uh, when you guys share that stuff, just reading it or feeling it, if it really evokes an emotion, then you know it's real. Like that is authenticity, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something you can't fake. I think for me, like with that question, it's like it, <clears throat> I can you know, judge somebody from their social media and stuff, but like, I can't really let you know or like make sure that this person is authentic unless I feel you in the room. And like, I need to have you in the room to really tell um, because we can hide through social media. I've done it before, like where I've, you know, put stuff up or like filtered myself or, you know, I think everybody does it, right? So I think that in-person interaction is always important. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really have a criteria. I, you know, if you if you want to add me, you can add me, and then I might add you back if your page, <laughs> if your page looks interesting. Damn. Um, that shit works though. <laughs> now people want to add you. Yeah. <laughs> they love you know, it when you play hard to get. No, but I like yeah. I like when people's page pages like have, you know, they're they're like spitting knowledge and their pages, their captions are interesting or like I want to learn something from people or you know. It's not just like images or... Yeah, I want to be uplifted when I read their caption. Even if it's short or even if the photo is very simple, I want to feel like it added to my day rather than Mm -hmm. took away from it. 
it's so funny as a generation we assign so much meaning behind actions taken on social media like he's watching my insta but he's not texting me back what does it mean you know maybe he just like a whole episode like honestly but like when you go back and forth there are lots of dating podcasts out there that kind of decipher these codes but when it comes down to it we don't fucking know. Every person is different and it sometimes doesn't mean anything. So if you like spend your life trying to figure it out, you're just wasting your own time. Um, I think the best thing is to just try to live your life and do you. I don't know. I think you're going to get some backlash from that. <laughs> you're going to be like, that's why you're single. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're not dating anyone. <laughs> Speaking along the lines of the whole theme of the program, you know, appreciation, appreciating yourselves. Have you always appreciated yourselves? If not, um, how come? <laughs> uh, definitely not. Also, I can say like that's something that I continue to work through. Uh, I know it's it's a long process. There's lots to unpack. Like we'll say, just recently, um, unpacking and realizing how much I've kind of suppressed my own Filipino culture. Right, like that's something I've really uh, come close with recently. Um, and just a couple, like I'm grateful for a couple experiences that made me really feel and embrace that, embrace that I was Filipino, but just little things that we do growing up, right? Like the childhood traumas, that stuff that you don't realize really sticks with you. Be very proud to be Filipino and who I am because that is who I am, right? And that's something that I'm grateful to slowly uh, unpack and, and work through. Right. right, so your ethnicity yeah. is an element of course. For you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've always appreciated myself. Um, I've always tied my self-worth to like how much I've, you know, made it and like my success in the industry or like with myself and my goals. And, you know, I still have battles with myself with like anxiety if I'm not doing anything, you know, like if especially this during the pandemic, holy shit. Um, there's been moments of like, you know, kind of like who am I kind of thing. But I always go back to like, my real purpose is, you know, my kids. Now I have like a higher purpose. So whenever that I tap into that, I'm just like, you know, my confidence is all the way up again. So Aww. that's it. Yes. So many of us tie like our identities to what we do and how mm -hmm. productive we are and what our output is. But then when you are forced to be indoors with your own thoughts by yourself with nothing to do, that shit is painful. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are people that still find ways to distract, right? They'll play video games. Oh, they'll... Hmm. The more you hide from it, the more it makes it difficult. The more, the difficult, the more difficult it gets, right? Yeah, it's... I think back into my past and I'm like, I would never choose her. Even though she was younger, like had more potential, like had no worries, I would not go back to being her. Because the weight of not knowing who, who I am and not having self-awareness was unbearable yeah all right that was a light topic <laughs> so what are some things what are some things you appreciate about each other and your partnership Ooh, ooh, ooh. it okay. is a dating podcast you guys uh, okay, okay. you know well i appreciate that people think i look like jay <laughs> you know <laughs> No, I, I ask if Sweet I was your man. <laughs> That's what I mean, you know? Um, excuse me, yeah. are you 
pettywop? <laughs> Yo, I'll take that sweet tea, you know? That's it. That's it. So, um, I mean, you know, your Jay's like very grounded, calm, cool, and collective. And I think that's important because I feel I get pretty animated at points. Like I can be hype and higher energy. And I think that's important to... Uh, Jay grounds me in a way. And that's something that I think is very important, right? So just... No, it's, it's breezy, breezy, easy, easy, you know? It's, <laughs> see, that's what what I mean. That ain't me. No, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was, that was, that was, that was, easy, or, breezy, cover. Yeah, yeah, I know. What's in this song? <laughs> 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 Y'all don't know. It's a THC kombucha. Oh, that kanabucha. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, what I appreciate, appreciate about Patty is that... Uh, you know, Dom and I talk about this all the time. Like you can always have a conversation, an interesting conversation with Patty. There's never, there's never a dull moment of like that blank space. And he literally knows a little bit about everything. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. It's like we bring up a, a topic and it's just like. Or some, or people. Something. He just yeah. knows everyone. Yeah. And, everyone. and I also really appreciate people who don't, um, talk down on people and Patty's one of those people that's the type of people I like to be around and as you are too so it's not that one in there thanks <laughs> appreciate y'all <No>. too <laughs> um well I think AP beautifully integrates physical health and mental health at what point in your lives or what kind of like circumstances or events led you guys to discover that that intersection for you Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's the only thing that ever made me feel better. Like when I was in those low places, you know, it was like my, you know, people meditate and sit down for like however long, but I can't, it's not that I can't do that. I just don't want to. And I want to get, you know, physically active and that pulls me out of like that, that, uh, that low place that you feel sometimes. And I think that's where the mental health plus the, uh, the physical, um, aspect of things like really mend well together um whether it be like boxing lifting whatever it is or even just like playing basketball for a couple mm-hmm. hours like um petty knows like i'll be at the basketball court by myself like in the morning just to get my mind right and then you know the rest of the day it's like making your bed like you, you own your morning and then the rest of the day is good uh for me that um it's a good question but i feel like that's when i really dug into fitness that was uh, I've had some low points in my life, and uh, part of it, I think, is also tied to identity uh, as an athlete growing up and mm. who I was, and then losing that. You lose a bit of that, that timing with, like, a breakup, or um, I remember my dog passed. Like, this all happened in, like, a little small period of time, and I just found myself kind of alone, and fitness was the thing. It was like, okay, cool, this is what this did for me, doing something, doing something physical, has that effect on your brain and uh, it, there's a lot of science to support that. Uh, something like the appreciation program, I know I just we want to create a space where it was easy for people to, like they wanted to go and be in the space, right? And I think that's hard because we a lot of people associate fitness, physical fitness with like it be, with difficult things, right? It is. And like intimidation. Yeah, right? And, and that's that's the way we view it. I used to be very like, straight fitness like strength conditioning there's a right way there's this way blah blah and now it's like do whatever you 
enjoy doing. And I think we touched on that in an appreciation program. Like there's so many different modalities that we go through. Mm -hmm. It's just like, okay, one of these things might spark your fitness journey even further. Mm -hmm. So So true. I would have never done animal flow if it wasn't for Jay (laughs) forcing us at 6 a.m. He didn't force us. (laughs) No, I feel like there's no better way to form a bond than to work out with someone. Yes. Because you really learn a lot about them. The way that they embrace like pain during a workout not physical like injury pain but like pushing through that threshold um and then sweating with each other where you look disgusting but you're still like yeah Yeah. thanks good job um it's such a beautiful like way to open your heart up to someone else i mean i i I believe that there's two things we bond over or we bond most strongly over so you said it pain so suffering is one of them whatever Mm -hmm. that suffering is so you know you have those work there's coworkers who you're really close with because you guys have gone through like the worst shifts through whatever holiday right? shift yeah, at yeah. the mall exactly work in retail yes down a body like it's one of those like <laughs> line up for hours right that's one thing yeah. um physical fitness is one of them that's mm-hmm. like a form of suffering and then on the more positive end is like comfort like food like that's a, i think something mm-hmm. people bond over right and that's so true another way we all food. What advice would you give to someone who's looking to curate a similar like circle of people, people who are healthy for them, who are uplifting, who are positive and who are like honest, open, kind, all that good shit that we're surrounded by? Good question. How do we pass that on? Um, I think um, a lot of it is trial and error and like, you know, are you talking about some people who are just like alone and doing it from the very beginning, like that kind of thing? Yeah. A good way as well is to get into like different group or different gyms. I, li- I like that approach. So like getting into the community and seeing what they're about. And if you feel good, then stay. And if you don't, you leave because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't owe it to anybody but yourself. Mm. And then, you know, doing your own work of showing up because like, especially if you're alone, like they're not just going to come to you. Mm. I would say. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. That's sure. a good one. It's like yeah. a dating app. <laughs> no. There's a theme here. I've been, show- I've been showing up. <laughs> Ladies, you're on YouTube yeah. and you're watching yeah. and you like what you yeah. see. Yeah. No, that's funny. No, that's that's great. Like, good. It's a good point because like that is like a big piece of it is showing up. Like people always ask, like, how do you know all these people? It's like, guys, I go to like random things. Go like, I go to things that people wouldn't like. I go to things by myself that people wouldn't exactly. ever do. Right? I go right. if it interests me, I go. Because I think I can learn something, right? So I go to photography, like, course things that I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I don't shoot, but I go because there's a lot of things I feel like I can learn and integrate. And I just see it from my lens. Oh, you know, that's a, you know, that's that's a, right a, you know that, one, eh? that was good. <laughs> um, but I see it from my lens and then I take what I think is a beautiful principle and I just try to bring it to my field or whatever mm. I do, right? So there's so much to learn from other things, right? And I go, that's something I feel like we need to do more is right. You're putting yourself out there being in these spaces that mm-hmm. you may not be comfortable doing. Right. So like I go to the AGO by myself, like that's something I've been doing lately. And I go, yeah. that's like, I learn a lot from art. Oh, I or, love that. But that know. takes confidence. And that's something that no one else, no community, no like circle of friends could help you build unless you invest in that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I have a lot of nutrition clients when they first come to me, they say like, I want to lose weight because I want to actually be able to run outside. 
and have the confidence to wear tight clothes and be outside and and run in public. Mm -hmm. And I say to them, like, you can lose all the weight you want, but if you think that you're not good enough to run outside now, you're never going to be good enough to run outside ever, no matter how much weight you lose. So that self-love and self-care journey starts right now, Mm -hmm. not when you've lost a certain amount of weight or not when you are famous on Instagram or have all these cool friends. It like, you have to be the kind of person that you want to attract in your life. Exactly. That's what it is. Well said. Very well. Nowadays, now that you know how to appreciate yourselves or that you should appreciate yourselves, how do you guys like to be appreciated? Like what, what are your love languages? That's a good one. Um, I, I've done that. They're test. all good ones. I've Pedro. Done that, yeah, yeah. If you haven't yeah. noticed. <laughs> I keep saying that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Every question. That, yeah. That's a good one. Um, that's a good, uh, let's see. I've done that test. My first one. Uh, my love language is to give or receive? Uh, to receive. To receive. How you like to be loved. How would I like to be loved? Uh, quality time. Quality time's a good one. Uh, that is, yeah, quality time. What else did I like? I actually think I like physical touch. I think it's something that uh, is important for me. Uh, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't always give it, but that's something that I know. It's not high on my love language list to give, but to receive, I think it's actually very high. Um, I like gifts. I like, um, words of affirmation. I also like physical touch. Like, I just like being massaged at all times. <laughs> you do <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yo, John, collect your meds. <laughs> I was like, okay, when I make it and when I'm wealthy, I'm going to have a person just following me around, like literally massaging me all the time. Yo, John, collect your meds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's important to know how you like to be loved so then you can ask for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that not everyone has a language to mm-hmm. like communicate with what their actual needs are. Mm-hmm. And it could be as simple as, can I just have a shoulder massage? And that would go a long way. Every now day. I know. I'm not even going to ask from now on. You're just going to well, feel a pair of hands. No, no, no. Ask. You got to ask. You got to ask for This is true. Consent. Yes. Consent. Consent yeah. is very important. Yeah, good. So outside of AP, what are some passions that you guys have that you're kind of working on? And how does that tie into like your passion for AP? Like, I feel like for you, financial literacy is like something that you are so outspoken on. And Yeah, I want to spread that. Like, I think that's one of my purposes here, especially now that, you know, I have kids and I want to make sure that they start off, they get like a little bit of a head start. I I had like no guidance. All I was told was to save. Mm-hmm. And then what? Like, you know, mm-hmm. save as much money and get like, you know, your own property or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But like as a kid, you're just like, but look at what my friends have, mm-hmm. you know? And I think being able to talk to a child, youth, even young adult, to just be like, listen, like you got to kind of look at things in the long run rather than this monetary pleasure. Um, I think that's so important. Absolutely. And all of their role models in like media and pop culture, they do it. They just don't advertise it. Like rappers and um, athletes, all these people, they have financial advisors, they have financial plans. Mm -hmm. But all you see is the Lamborghini or the big yeah. house. So you think that, oh, like they spend their money right away. But that's not true. Well, the ones that do, you don't hear about anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. That's or you true. hear about them in a, you know, bankrupt way. Or They're something. doing Dancing yeah. with the Stars. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or Celebrity Rehab. <laughs> uh, what about um, you? Uh, passion-wise, I mean, I look to 
uh, art has been something I'm really passionate about lately because mm. I feel like there's so many messages within that. Art and gardening because I feel like there's a lot of yeah, things to be learned. When those things, right? <laughs> Domestic, damn. No, let me the day. You know, like there's something I really believe is we have all the lessons of the world in these things already. They exist, right? So like mm. gardening, for example, is like to take care for a plant or to care for a garden. You have to give it the right soil, the right temperature, keep it at the right temperature, water it a certain amount of time. And it, it's very specific and every plant will be different, but they all are beautiful, right? And if you can put them together, that is something that we can learn from, right? And even like, I'm starting to learn about um, like stripping off like dead leaves and things like that, because that takes away energy from the rest of the plant. Like those are lessons I think we can learn for and use for our lives, right? So mm -hmm. just understanding that stuff and then being able to integrate it back into our life so the monologies you know. yeah for real <laughs> life metaphors yeah. but that's true though there's like intention behind everything yes. and that intention can inform so much yeah. for your decisions going forward yeah. i guess i guess that's part of what i love is like i love when people do whatever you're doing whatever you do if there's an intention behind it i can i can stand behind that right so Stand yeah, for, right? I think that's very like attractive as a, in a person. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the entire episode. No, but it is when, like, say a person is taking piano lessons, but they don't know why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. That to me is so boring, and they they just lack substance to me. But when you can tell me a story about why it is you want to learn piano, or what you're trying to get out of it, or the meaning behind the songs that you've you're playing or anything like that when you explain the intention to me when you tell me a story that's very captivating mm -hmm. and i think the most interesting people in the world aren't people that do crazy shit they're just people that are very intentional and mindful yeah that's a good question i mean like that's something i even uh, for jay like a lot of people end up doing that through their kids like you end up doing a hobby because your parents wanted you to do it or they wanted to do that mm -hmm. so like we don't fully understand like why we're doing it but realistically they may not have gotten the chance to do that and they just want to pass that on um, and that's something so interesting to me because I go that's like that's a generational thing right that's you saying you want to pass that on that's to your legacy kids thing. exactly right yeah. I go that's like a deeper connection to something right so that's something I find fascinating so fascinating we can have another episode where we talk about parenting mm. and being a zaddy. I'm very <laughs> I will be here. <laughs> Pedro, gotta call up your contacts. <laughs> Triple check. Yeah, bring Q back. You know? <laughs> bring Q back. Yeah. No, but I am interested because I, like I've talked to my friends who are mothers a mm -hmm. lot about parenting, but I feel like as fathers, they you guys bring a different perspective that's often not highlighted or mm -hmm. given a spotlight to mm -hmm. and it is so vital daddy issues it's a very <laughs> very real thing <laughs> can't speak to that <laughs> um so what is your vision for appreciation program going forward you've had a very successful season i think one of the biggest thing is bi biggest things is to be able to duplicate this into you know other cities and mm -hmm. you know go past toronto eventually mm -hmm. you know we can go big so fast but you know everything can slip out of our hands and mm -hmm. you lose the intention. you lose the intention so if we can replicate the same 
uh, connection that we created in our first group, then we know we've done the right job. And then if we can do that in other cities, because we get Toronto's energy, you know, that's, oh, that's something it's so that's, special. Yeah, it is, right? Toronto's so, energy is the best. But if you can do that in other places, then mm-hmm. you know it's like, okay, we've done our job. You never forget your first loves. Okay. <laughs> That's our group chat. That's our, That's group, our chat. group chat name. Yeah. So sappy. Okay. Well, I want to say a huge thank you to you guys for being here, for sharing so candidly. And I feel like people are going to walk away with so much more insight about what the program is, who you are as people and how to be influencers. <laughs> I would just be good human beings that attract other good human beings. And that's something that sounds simple, but is not in practice. Um, before we go and plug all of your instas and projects and all of that, I want to play a round of rapid fire questions. So uh, I'm going to ask you something. And first thing that comes to your mind. Y'all ready? Yeah. Wait, who's going to... Like, are we all both saying it? Okay. Sure. Okay. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's rapid fire. Okay. Uh, it's not like Petty's elevator pitch where it's going to be four minutes <laughs> yeah, per question. Four elevators in the time. No. All right. Where were you born? Canada. Manila. Oh, you were? Yeah, I was born in the Philippines. I did I'm not a, know I'm, that. I my citizenship. Yeah. Oh, I'm, my I'm God. A and Shit. you're born in Toronto? New Market. New Market. Yeah. Oh, God. You moved up in the world. Even more. I'm dead. Um, what is your favorite animal? Gorilla. A wolf. I can see both of those things. Uh, how do you take your coffee? Black. Uh, depends on how I'm feeling, but iced. Usually. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> soy yeah. latte. Depends where we are. Depends where we are. But yes. Um, what's your favorite sport to watch? Basketball. Course. Come uh, on, Game course. Seven wraps tonight. You know what? I actually, I, I don't. I guess it, I want to say basketball for that reason, but it's not. I don't think it's basketball. You're gonna say or baseball? No. Okay. No, baseball is not fun to watch. Baseball is not fun to watch. Is it live? Like, are we watching live? Because I actually think it's something like rugby. Like that's pretty. Really? Yeah, oh, it's crazy. I just don't understand the rules. Yeah, but you do. It's crazy. I, it looks crazy. like a lot of fighting. Looks <laughs> yeah. very violent. Um, okay, what would your last meal on Earth be? Mm. Asking two <laughs> Filipino boys. <laughs> Wonder what I'm uh, gonna get. Uh, <laughs> um, a nicely charred steak, medium rare, with uh, Filipino garlic rice, <laughs> and um, a mixture of fruits like dragon fruit, mango, Ooh, you know, a little medley. Oh wow, he's a fruit. He has a fruit platter. Okay. And, um, <laughs> Also, some let's put some like surf in there. So probably like a lobster tail. <laughs> oh my god! How many courses <laughs> no. are there? Yeah, that's that was one my one. <laughs> yeah. and also like a cheesecake on the side. Why are you gonna fight with okay, me at yeah. cheesecake? I know. Mine is um, I probably it's something like either eggplant or chicken parm with uh, farfalle, probably red sauce. Um, you know, garlic rice and a Filipino breakfast, fried egg. Uh, and a Filipino full breakfast. Yeah, of course. Fried egg Jesus on the garlic rice. In there. <laughs> exactly. Lopia. Why Lopia, do you need Shanghai. arteries? We're clogged anyway. It's fine. No, I'm trying to eat, you know? <laughs> That's it. Our last meal. Like, you know, we thought this through a couple times. But like a little portion of a steak because I don't think I can digest the full one. Oh also medium God. rare. Um, and then... Oh, I forgot oxtail. Yeah, oxtail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, 
on the side of oxtail, I guess. Why not? <laughs> There's no budget for this final feast. Um, okay, another great question to ask Filipinos. What is your go-to karaoke song? Okay, so this is a good one. I've done it multiple times. It's a whole new world. If someone can sing Jasmine's part, we're good. He's looking for we're Jasmine. Good. We are good. I Applications got yeah. live. I, I, I like anything Usher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sweet romance. <laughs> got some confessions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some burn. Yeah, yeah. Just let it burn. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, um, what's your favorite place on the planet you've ever visited? Oof. No. You can be specific. Like, at this park, looking off this cliff. I really enjoyed um, Miami. And um, it was, I was just at peace at this moment. It was just like, mm. you know, palm trees, sun beaming down on you, just laying by the pool, had a book in hand, like, um, and then at night, you know, you go to, you go out with your friends and you're just like at this club, the music, playing your favorite music, but like you're in Usher. a totally different, yeah, a little bit of Usher. <laughs> But like, you know, anywhere where it's hot too, I'm just like, I can't stand Toronto in the cold. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You in the wrong country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, uh, I think you touched a good point. Like, yeah. I feel the last times I thought about that was uh, the moments where you feel so present that you're like, this is right. Like, I, yeah. I should be here right now. This moment is exactly where I need to be. Uh, recently had that one in Toronto um, when we were actually at uh, Caddy Lounge. Like with, uh, oh, that was them. such that a good was, day. That was like a, a day where I was like, yeah, this is where I should be. In San Diego, I had that moment on a run. It's like, mm. yeah, just appreciate the beauty of Love San Diego. Where you are, right? Like, what is a quote that motivates you guys? I like, I like, um, I'm so biased towards like things Nipsey says. Like, mm. I really like this one of, um, you know, I don't want a cent more than I deserve. Mm, so yeah. like you know you put in the work and you, if you gave me a uh if i if i put in the work of like a million dollars and they gave me like two i would give back that mill you know because that's what exactly what i deserved so wow. and i just try to like live that way wow that yeah that's not just a quote that's like a way of life yeah. and he's very into financial literacy for the people exactly. as yes. well exactly. yes. the that's, like, he's definitely somebody yes. who motivated me for that i think kobe like that that's what he's one i've been listening to a lot of just watching all his interviews and he said he wanted to just motivate everybody around him and like every time they had interaction with them they remembered it and they were touched by it and I think that's something that really resonates with me because I want to do the same whether yeah, you right. intend to or not mm -hmm. it will exactly that's that's so. beautiful uh if you guys weren't working in fitness what would you be doing what would your like dream job be? Usher over here. <laughs> yeah, you would be a pop star. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's a good. Another good question. Um, I would have a couple barber shops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Wow, yeah. I can totally see that. You got your gold uh, clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, he's swaggy. good. He's good. He's giving me a, a fade. That's it's good. It's good. It's very handy during COVID uh, times. Yeah, like I want to say I want to be a pro athlete. <laughs> I just want to golf or like do something okay. but like spend my time doing that but i feel like i would want to help others develop that too right so that's like probably an academy or a school or something and that would be like i think that would be meaningful cool or, or art curator something like that you know something 
or our curator just yeah. drastically yeah. different. You know what? No, no, sorry. Produ- producer, actually. That, I know producer. that would be Producer. Yeah, I'd like to be behind the scenes. Like that, curating. Like, yeah, like just whether it's whatever medium it is, I think that's something I'd really enjoy because you can yeah. learn so much from like video or music or whatever. It's cool. Yeah. What is your favorite kombucha flavor and or what is a flavor combo you want me to try with kombucha? Final question. I really like that one you brought to AP. I never, I've never tasted something like that, like the mandarin orange. Oh, yeah. mandarin ginger. Mandarin yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a Chinese New Year flavor. Yeah, that. Cool. Um, have you ever tried having like dragon fruit in? Yeah. I'm sensing you like <laughs> dragon fruit. Like guava, 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 guava fruit. This guy's guava. guava. Yeah, yeah. Oh, guava and kombucha oh, and is amazing. Sour <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's no. a sour guy. Uh, I'm gonna wrap with the Filipinos here. Mango, anything mango. <laughs> A little pineapple, um, something tropical, something else tropical in there. Uh, we have some soursop there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. throw soursop, yeah. calamansi, like Passion whatever fruit. else in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mangosteen, Filipino inspired. Oh, yeah, 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 so good. Yeah, Filipino kombucha. Love it. Okay, thank you guys so much for entertaining the rapid fire questions. Why don't you guys plug yourselves? Where can we find you? What are you up to? Follow follow Jay at Pettywop. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Patty Wap on IG. Um, I mean, you'll catch me around the city. Like, we're. we're you always uh, run into Patty. Yeah. Like, Look yeah. for an orange toque or orange yeah. CL hat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't that's usually it. Or you can find. Oh, sorry. No, no, I was going to say, or like come for a run sometime. Like, I, yes. I like to run different places around the city. Which ones? Uh, well, we just actually started one at Mayo. So that's Wednesdays, 9 a.m. Um, got to wrap kickback with my people there Sundays 11 a.m. I think 11 a.m. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, show up you know, post run. Yeah. Occasionally ERC Mondays 6:30. Like there's a west way out in Etobicoke. It's a little deep, but out there. Mm, uh, there's lots. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of good people right. in the city doing doing their thing. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's easy to find a solid run crew. We're so lucky yeah. here in Toronto. Yeah, so you can find me at wall.street.co. Uh, street is just spelled S-T. I teach group classes over at Bolo Inc. So I do like, you know, kettlebell classes, primal flow classes in the hot, hot room. And uh, we might find you at AP. So Hey, yeah. Okay, um, you can follow AP on social media at Appreciation Program, right? Appreciation Program, yeah. Yay! Thank you guys at home for listening. If you want to follow Booch Please Podcast, it's just at Booch Please Podcast. Very straightforward. Um, and you can follow me on social media at kombucha.mami, M-A-M-I, not M-O-M-M-Y, guys. Get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in the next episode. Hey. Bye!